Hey everybody, what's up and welcome to the Commit First Podcast, where we help entrepreneurial fathers focus on personal growth, financial freedom, and build an impactful legacy they can be proud of. And today on the show, we have Jackson Yee. Jackson Yee is the author of Suffer Better. Jackson has been in the fitness industry for over 40 years. He's a CrossFit Jiu-Jitsu practitioner and trained at the famous, uh, famous World Gym and, and Gold's Gym in the early 1980s, the same place where all the Arnold Schwarzenegger and other famous famous bodybuilders used to train. His expertise is in mental toughness. You guys know I love mental toughness. That's why we're on the show together and overcoming fears, elevating pain tolerance, and teaching others how their workouts can get them into a better life. And like I said, he's the author of, of, of the book, Suffer Better, but also two other books. Um, so you guys might want to check that on Amazon regardless, just saying that. We also added a link in the bio to everything. Um, but basically, about the, all the books are about how to increase pain tolerance in life and training, um, So, which, by the way, was the number one on Amazon bestseller so, uh, for a while. So guys, just definitely hope you enjoy this episode and let's begin. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to another podcast episode of the Commit First Podcast. And today we have Jackson Nee. Jackson, what's up, man? Good. What's up with you? It's good to see you finally. I've been looking forward Definitely. to this. Definitely. I'm, I'm very glad that we got to make it happen. And, um, and uh, dude, you, like, you wrote a hell of a book and, and you have a hell of a life uh, teaching others how to uh, cultivate mental toughness in their own lives and by that building their own character. Um, so um, I think, you know, you know me like you know that i've been doing 75 hard and all that stuff and i'm like a mental toughness mm -hmm. fan um but i wanted to start with asking how does mental toughness come into your life on an everyday basis it comes to my life on an everyday basis because i used to be the biggest coward in the world i used to run <laughs> away from my uh, my issues my problems and um i didn't know how to deal with adversity growing up my my, my parents never taught me And I used to run away from all these. Mm -hmm. So mental toughness to me, it's the ability to overcome adversity, mm -hmm. to bounce back from pain and just difficult situ situations. It comes to me every day because I teach it. I teach it to my clients. Yeah. I face my uh, obstacles every day um, because I don't want to be who I used to be. So yeah, I used to be, like I said, a real pussy in my life. And every day, it's something that I have to confront because that's who I see my identity now as a man. Before, I used to see myself as a weak human being. Mm. So my identity has shifted to a man that's mentally tough and full of courage. So it plays a part to pretty much every decision I make every day. Mm. I ask myself that question. Well, taking, whenever I face something I don't want to do, I ask myself, the driving question is, If I take that action, would it lead me to become the man I want to be, which is mentally tough and courageous? That's the driving question for me, because I tell everybody all the time, I really haven't changed. I'm still full of fears and I have cowardly tendencies. But the biggest difference to me now, Sagi, is I've learned to take action. I've learned to confront my fears despite being afraid, besides, besides feeling weak. So, so here's, here's one of the parts of the conversation I would love to take this into is, um, is okay, so mental toughness, right? Because I guess a lot of people are asking themselves, um, why should I cultivate mental toughness? Where for, like maybe for you, Jackson, you've been 
you've wanted to cultivate mental toughness because you felt mm-hmm. you were a coward. You felt you uh-huh. wanted to be courageous. And like, and some people are saying like, I'm a coward and I'm okay with it. I mean, I know some people like that, right? That, that was kind yeah. of my, my pushback is like when I talk yeah. to people about mental toughness, like, well, okay, mental toughness is not for everybody. That's what they say. And I think I'm, I'm good with my life, you know, and I'm, I'm comfortable the way I am. And um, why would somebody, why do you think people need mental toughness? Yeah, because a tragedy and a crisis is just around the corner. I tell that to everybody. You could never, you have to prepare for this. You know, we, we prepare for our finances, we prepare for, for our, our day, but we do not prepare uh, for the tragedy, the potential tragedy and the crisis that's happening. Um, it's inevitable. There's not a lot of things that's guaranteed to get in life, uh, but the one thing that is guaranteed is that you're going to have a roadblock, a huge setback that's facing you right now. So I tell everybody, this is why you need to be mentally tough. And I, I have met people that said, oh, I don't want to do this. It, more power to them. It's freedom of choice. Yeah. But I used to say that, oh, I don't need courage in my life. I was just afraid of myself. Because in order to be mentally tough, it's not something I could just hand somebody in the silver platter. I tell everybody, you're going to have to, you know, it's something that you have to earn constantly. And by that, you got to front confront what scares you. You got to do difficult things. Um, so again, uh, during the, the whole pandemic thing, I met people that didn't want to train hard. And I said, well, if that's up to you, but eventually you might have somebody that's sick in your life that you're going to have to take care of and be strong. I tell everybody all the time, this training is about dealing with the worst case scenario. I don't care how big your arms are, or, or if you could fit in a size zero, uh, pair of pants. Mental toughness is for when you get that phone call, Sagi, when the doctor calls you up and says, um, Sagi, we got your test results back. Could you come down to the office? We need to talk this immediately. It's for those moments. It's for those moments. If you live an honest life or just live mm. any life in general, you're going to be confronted with that worst case scenario. And that's why everybody needs to be mentally tough. If it's not for you, you have to be strong for your family and your kids. Right. Right, man. I mean, you know, like um, lately I've been definitely thinking about these kind of scenarios where, you know, when you're coming up, at least like, you know, in your 30s, you're building a family and everything. You're not really thinking about the moments that might come along the way and probably they will, you know, and um, like whatever moment it is, like, you know, but um, tragedies and, and stuff like that, they happen in life. Uh, it's just human nature. Um and, uh, and yeah, so like, I've been, you know, thinking a lot about all these kind of things. Um, and also I think one of the things that I can testify to is that when I was practicing 75 hard, uh, just, I started just at the at January, 2020, that's when I started 20, uh, 20, uh, 75 hard, which is a, a challenge a program. And if anybody doesn't know what that is, if you guys know me, you should know, but if you don't, if you're new to the show or something like that, check out my YouTube channel. I have a guide about it. Like, uh, but, um, when, when I started it, it just like three months before the pandemic hit. And when the pandemic hit, it was like a blow, you know, to everyone. Um, yeah. and, um, I can say for us, like as a family, three small kids, like actually, you know, two <laughs> there's two kids at the time and my wife was pregnant so that's like a lot of fear around it about this thing and like the kids are like no like no day no no schools um and um and and also a few clients canceled you know that was like a 
financial blow kind of and mm -hmm. a lot of changes needed to happen right away you got friends calling you and scaring you about business and the economy is going to crash and you're like one friend told me sagi in one year from now you're going to be poor and fighting with cops on the streets remember what i'm saying and i'm like what what, what are you talking about he's like yes yeah. another friend told me which is a, another entrepreneur very successful entrepreneur told me sagi this is like this is a tsunami right now just take a pole hold it hard and try to breathe I'm like, what? <laughs> and I, I'm feeling like I'm suffocating already from this talk, you know? Yeah. So, um, so like I get a lot, a lot of people scare you. The news scares you. This pandemic, you don't know what's hitting you. And I remember I walked into it. Well, everybody's like being afraid. I walked into it and saying, let's go, motherfuckers. I'm ready. Awesome. You know, like, yeah, and, um, and that was, yeah. And I was like, because of 75 hard, I think, you know, like the mental toughness that that cultivated already. Like, you know, going out to a workout when it's fucking raining outside or, or doing the hard things that are, you know, like you, you get to midnight, you want to sleep, but you still have one workout to do. And then, you know, you got to do it. Or um, so bearing through the tough moments, I think 75 hard is really what I have been a fan of mental toughness. But until you practice it, it's very hard to under even even understand. Right. And even grasp like what it really is. Um, so. Yeah, so I guess my question to you is this, like, first of all, um, what are the acts that you would say a person should, if they want to, people, people probably saying right now, yeah, I want to cultivate mental toughness. How do I begin? Let's start okay. with that. First of all, I'm a huge fan of, of 75 Hard. It's, it's an amazing program. All your uh, followers should be fucking doing it, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So to answer your question, I just want to say, first of all, that the problem that we have in this world right now, Sigi, is that a lot of people, they associate comfort with happiness. And for, for a lot of people, this view is so damn extreme. They're avoiding painful challenges because they believe that it will mistakenly lead into unhappiness. So as a result, this world right now, we're losing our ability to tolerate pain and to delay gratification. Mm -hmm. So what people are doing right now is they're focusing on instant gratification, instant pleasure, like shopping all day on Amazon, like drinking and doing drugs and just uh, uh, um, uh, watching Netflix all day. Now, you could say to me, do these activities give people joy? Yeah, they do, but it's definitely not true fulfillment. True fulfillment comes not from doing easy things. It comes from doing difficult things in our life and with our physical training. For example, Sugi, if I ask you what's your most meaningful achievement, I have no doubt you'll tell me it was getting through a, a real fucked up obstacle that almost knocked you down, but you were able right. to come back. Right. And on the other side of the coin, if I ask you what's your most memorable training experience from Hard 75, you'll probably tell me it was doing that damn workout that almost got me to quit, but yeah. I was able to persevere. We have it also backers. We mistakenly believe that Painful challenges leads to unhappiness. No, it's not true. In fact, the opposite is true. Painful challenges leads to intense and immense joy and meaning if, mm -hmm. if one is resilient. Now, I don't want to sound uh, confusing to everybody, but I, this is also counterintuitive. I always tell everybody, you want to be happy in life? Well, do things that make you unhappy in your personal life and with your 75 uh, hard training. It has mm -hmm. to be both. The key yeah. again to all this is that we need to develop our resilience skills. That's why I wrote this book, is to have people to develop 
mental strategies for us to develop and to counter the mental pain, the physical pain, and the emotional pain that we will face again in our personal life and with our physical training. Because on the other side of that pain is immense joy and meaning. So to answer your question, we just got to fucking do tough things constantly. And again, our personal life and with our physical training. Love that. So, and, and just to chime in on that as well, like with one insight that I got from a book called The Undefeated Mind. Have you, have you read that? Oh, of course. I love that <laughs> okay. book. Awesome. I, I, I thought I was the only one that read it. It was the Buddhist <laughs> book, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. I like, because it's just like, you know, it's, it's a mental toughness book disguised as like a Buddhist book or something. Which yes. Is, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah, that I can book. talk about that book after this. Yeah. So, so, so Alex Lickerman, uh, is the author and, um, yes. and so, so what he says, just to, just to make that point that you mentioned right now is why you got to do the un- uncomfortable things is because our mind is, I'm, I'm saying that to everybody who never heard me talk about this as well. Like our mind is, um, ha- is like, is it, is a part, it's not a part of our physical body, right? Because it's a mind. It's more, it's not a brain, it's the mind, but it's still a functional, like we cannot deny that we have a mind and, and, you know, and nobody, us humans cannot deny that we have the mind and the mind has a function exactly like the heart is pumping blood to all areas and we cannot stop it. Even if we want to, we cannot stop our heart. We Mm -hmm. cannot stop our lungs. We cannot stop like anything that we want to just definitely cannot control. We just have no control of our body, which is interesting if you think about it, right? We can't stop breathing. We can't stop walking sometimes. Like we just, we can't stop like moving. It's just us. We just can't, we don't really control our thoughts as well and our mind. Yes, yes, exactly. Right. And so our mind has two functions like the heart has the function to draw in blood and pump blood to different areas of the body our mind has two functions one is to uh go towards pleasant uh pleasant interactions let's say and Mm -hmm. to avoid unpleasant interactions so basically those are the two exact things that our mind can do now going towards pleasant interactions is what we do best all of us right (laughs) we train we Try to like take that beautiful vacation. We try to buy the thing that would make us happy. We go eat some at a di- uh, dinner at a restaurant and we buy that next, you know, whatever gadget. Everything that makes us happy, we're really good at, you know, pursuing. We're really good at that. Yes, but, we are. Right? <laughs> but then again, like uh, our mind tries to avoid the things that make us unhappy. And the funny thing about that is like none of us really practice, you know, like when those unhappy things come. So basically we were not, we are not at all resilient or calloused you know to the point of where something unpleasant comes and we 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 just definitely can't deal with it so what happens is exactly what happened in the covid uh when covid hit like for me at least that's exactly when i saw it it was like i saw myself ready for an unpleasant situation and when that unpleasant situation came i said wow thank you like i i was really like thank you for this challenge universe like and um and, and so many people just fell into depression. So it, wow. it's exactly what affects you. I was able to remain happy while everybody else around me was just like corrupting, like just collapsing, like, you know, and, and mentally. And, um, and I think that's like the best example of mental toughness, right? And so you got to practice exactly like you said, you got to practice the uncomfortable things on a fucking daily basis. And you do. So if, First, the same for for the language, but yeah, like I mean, definitely, like it's you got to be in that warrior mentality 
Yes. Uh, in a way, right? Um, and um, yeah, I'm always back and forth about it, just so you know, like, because I'm like, I'm, I'm, I have like a warrior mentality in me just about doing martial arts most of my life and stuff like that. And you do jujitsu and, and, um, and, and you're like, a fucking warrior. There's no doubt about it. I've seen too many of your podcasts. You can't <laughs> Thank you, brother. Thank you. And, and on the other hand, I have this like Buddhist mentality where it's like, I'm trying yeah. to take things soft and be spiritual and like, um, and say, no matter how tough it is, I will go to like towards it without effort in a way, you know, like I'm trying to do the hard things, but effortlessly in a way, if it makes sense, well, what's yeah, your take on that? It does make sense. I have, yeah, it does make sense. I got like a, a thousand, I'm getting goosebumps right now because that's one of my favorite books and I had no idea that you read it. And um, nice. there's a lot of things I wrote down to that response, but I, I do want to talk about that book for one second and it, sure, I sure. think your Let's followers should get it. Yeah. Uh, one of the, that book changed my life because what I got from that book was that we cannot change the past, mm. but we could change yeah. our meaning of the past. And right. that triggered everything differently for me. Because Sagi, the one of the reasons why people are suffering so much is because they see their pain as this random acts of violence. They don't see how their pain has any meaning or purpose in life. Now, one of the biggest myths about mentally tough people like you and I is that we don't feel pain. That's a bunch of bullshit. We feel as much pain as the average idiot next to us. But the difference between us and them is that when you're mentally tough, you process the pain differently. Yeah, we take in the pain, but we also take in the potential wins and losses from the uh, wins and losses and blessings in disguise. Yeah. But more than anything, when you're mentally tough, we have the ability to see how all our painful events are connected. Mm -hmm. And by seeing how all our painful connect, our things are connected, we change, we have meaning in our pain. We're able to change what that pain meant to us. Let me digress yeah. for a moment. One of the most, uh, the hottest trends in psychology right now is the use of the uh, psychoactive drug MDMA. Mm -hmm. And shrinks right now, are figuring out why MDMA is so effective for their patients because it allows them to see connections that they were never able to see before. And by doing that, it gives them invaluable information to go on and improve their lives. Mm -hmm. Now, when you're resilient and you're mentally tough like us, we don't need to take an LSD drug. All we have to do is think about all those shitty and fucked up things that happened to us. We write them down on a piece of paper. Put them in chronologically order and then see from that first event how it was actually a stepping stone. It was a rite of passage wow. to the next yeah. event. Uh -huh. And by doing so, you're able to connect the dots and see how each shitty event <sighs> progressively made you stronger. When I yeah. was a weak person, Sigi, I was a victim. I used to say, why is all this crap happening to me? I didn't <laughs> understand it. But once I found mental toughness, I fucking get it. I yeah. understand my pain because I could see yeah. how it was all connected and related. And for yeah. the first time in my life, I have clarity of who I am. I understand my pain. It made me who I am. And because of that, I'm grateful for it all. No matter what, it. even all the shitty, the crappy things, I changed my meaning of yeah. the pain. And that's what was the main message I got from that book.
Yeah. And all your followers need to read that book. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, and 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 like I one thing that also connects to what you're saying is that growth mindset. And um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because it's like one of the major things that we can do is like see obstacle as opportunities and yes. uh and the life happens, you know, not to us, but for us or for through us, us yes. right? And um and that's exactly like what I think is very important to understand. Um, but I want to go back for a second to mental toughness and resilience. Um, you probably also read Ross Edgley's book, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. In fact, I, I got a good story to tell you about swimming after this. Okay. Okay. All cool. Right? Awesome. Awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah. I read, yeah. I read all the books. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. No. I'm, so I, I actually wanted to ask you like, um, so how does, how does one person start cultivating mental toughness as because if they're not used to it, it's so hard for anybody right now listening to the, to the show who hasn't like create, like done something towards mental toughness to start cultivating mental toughness. Is there like a series of steps that they can take or yeah. anything like that that can help them? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll relate everything with what you said. Cool. You, but uh, swimming story. Oh, well, I'll come back to that last minute. It will make okay. sense. Okay. okay. So I'm going to, okay. okay. The first thing is do your program 75 hard. You've got mm. to have a systematic program to do. Got it. And, and, and you have to start. I teach my clients this game. I call it, it's called the no avoidance game is that whenever you can't yourself say no to something, you have to train yourself, your mind to move into actions. You know, uh, you got to train your mind to see a green light instead of the damn stop sign. And to take tiny actions every day that you may not think those tiny actions mean a lot, but they do. We have to start confronting all those things that we're afraid of. Mm-hmm. And we have to understand that we're not going to wipe out our fears. We're not going to overcome our, our obstacles in one big step. That's what people think they could do. And when they do it, they get upset and overwhelmed because they can't. You got to take little actions. Yeah. You got to have something that you confront every day. Um and back to that story about uh, swimming, I'm 58 years old. And one of my biggest fears that I've had that I've ran away from my problems, uh, but I've, I've run away from this. My wife has been trying to get me to swim for the last 20 years. I won't do it. I don't like, I don't know how to swim. I'm terrified of the ocean, even though I love the water. I live across <laughs> from the beach here in California. So I'm finally taking swimming lessons right now. Uh-huh. going in the water and the, the first thing for me was just putting my head underwater i used to panic like a motherfucker but i'm i'm, I'm you know i changed my perception again through the pain i understand yeah. the gift that i'm getting yeah. and i just i love it now and i consider myself a pretty you know brave person before i did this but now shit i'm at a fucking different level of courage <laughs> i'm confronting yeah. what's something that uh i've been afraid of and and i'll tell you Sigi. When I came out of that water the first time, my wife was standing there and she had the look on her face like, yeah, I did it finally. I just <laughs> felt, again, proud of who I am. Again, it comes down to that question, yeah. that driving question. I will taking this action lead me to become the man that I want to be? And yes, it sure as hell, it sure as hell, you know, confronting that. And that's what I would tell my reviews, your viewers and your followers. You might not be able to confront the scary thing that you have, but just doing the little things that you don't want to do because yeah. all fear is, is procrastination and running away. Keep right. tabs on any time where you like simple things like, oh, the dishes, I'll do it later. Nope, you do it now. Focus on the small things. Oh, pay my taxes. Ah, yeah, I'll do it. Nope, 
you start to do those things, the little things yeah. add up. Yeah. Because the reason why we're cowards and we're afraid and we're mentally tough is because we avoid things. Mm. Avoidance is the biggest problem. And I'm going to tie this thing into what you said about pain and pleasure. When, um, when we avoid painful responsibilities, it will eventually turn us to a person that constantly avoids things. And when that happens, when we're a chronic avoider, that's when we're really screwed in life. Because when yeah. you stop doing what you need to do and you start running away, you don't grow. Growth mindset. Right. You start to regress in life. And to right. make things worse is by when you don't address what you have to do, you make that fear, that painful responsibility, even that much more harder to deal with and to overcome. So, Guy, the truth of the matter is this. We could never, ever run away from our painful responsibilities, ever. We may try it. But eventually, we will hit a, a dead end and a dead wall. And right. when that happens, when we realize that we cannot hide anymore and run, we have no more options. That's when our world will start tumbling down on us. Yeah. And you know what? And unfortunately, avoidance is the common lifestyle, the norm for most people. And I get it because I was a constant avoider for 40, 50 years of my life. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then yeah. one of the reasons why running away from your responsibility is such a difficult habit to break is because avoidance is so damn seductive. Many people don't realize this, but when you skip out on what you don't want to do, it's very pleasurable, right? And that's why this is such a terrible and awful habit to break because it feels so damn good to yeah. not do what you don't want to do. And again, going back to what you said about the mind, yeah. we're wired to seek pleasure and to avoid pain so yeah. eventually we start getting that pleasure from not doing what we don't want to do but we know now that that pleasure is temporary it will lead to long-term pain so in yeah. order to break through this we got to go through the opposite of what we're wired to do instead of seeking pleasure and avoiding pain we need to start to seek pain and avoiding pleasure only by confronting and stop running and dealing with what you don't want to do over and over and over again, it's the only way, Sugi, that you will ever break free from this habit of running away, being a coward, and avoidance. And I'll tell you something interesting. Since you have kids, and I used to be a teacher, whenever I worked with kids, especially middle school teachers, and they were trying to get out of a, a painful responsibility, I would tell the student, look, if you take that action, it's going to be full of pain, but you're going to get better from it. On the other hand, if you avoid that action, you're still going to feel a lot of pain. But you know what? You're probably going to get worse out of life. When, when it, whatever you decide to do, there's going to be a level of pain attached to it, correct? So right. you might as well get better from the pain. Right. So again, whenever I would present pain in this manner, 99% of the time, the student will take the action. He'll bitch and complain about it. <laughs> but an hour later, big smile on his face. In order for us to be more resilient, we have to adapt. Just damn if I do, damn if I don't approach the pain. And yeah. by doing so, that's how we become more resilient, more mentally tough, but more importantly, that's how we break this terrible habit of avoiding things. I love how you put it because, you know, no matter what, we're going to experience pain. So it's kind of like it takes the same amount of effort. Like we it said, because, right? Because we're like, we want to say, let's do things with the least amount of effort. 
But anyways, you know, we're going to have effort, like either to explain and bitch to ourselves and to others of why we haven't achieved whatever we wanted to achieve, or because we actually achieved it and we've went through the same struggle to do it, same effort. Like, so basically it's even more effort not to do what you want to do in life. So it takes way more effort not to do what you want to get done. Um, And, you know, one more thing about fathers and, and, and connecting this like to fatherhood. Because once you're a father, you also, you're, you're the role model for your kids. Uh, they say a father is the, their kid's first hero and their daughter's first true love. And you don't want to let those down. Like You don't want to let your exactly. kids down, right? Exactly. I mean, on the contrary, you actually want to show them what a strong character you're building, how you are not breaking promises to yourself, how you are dealing with what you need to deal with in life and not, you know, and, 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 I think, I think mental toughness, that's why it's so, so important. Um, and, you know, like, I'm just like listening to what you're saying. I'm saying like, shit, I need, I want to start like 75 harder again. Like, I feel like I'm getting soft in a way. I'm going to do you it know? with you. You let like, me know. We'll do but, it together. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I, definitely. Definitely. I will. If you, uh, by the way, if anybody here listening to this right now and wants to try 75 hard and wants to like for us to kind of like open a group about it, DM me um on instagram just add sagi schreiber just dm me and uh and we'll see like send me a message we'll see uh if we can, can do something but you know i'm like i'm doing right now nine to twelve club what uh basically like from 9 a.m to 12 noon i'm not working and all doing only doing a workout or something that is uh, meditation or something that helps my personal growth or i'm or i'm with my uh like one day a week out of that, I'm with my uh, my baby while my wife goes to her workout and stuff like that on, on the mornings. Um, but basically, I don't know, like I'm feeling I'm stretching myself, but sometimes sometimes I am like feeling like, you know, 75 hard was very hard. Like, so basically I own, I know the level of toughness that I was at, you know, like I'm, I'm feeling like once you even drop just a bit below that, you start going soft again yes. in a way. Yes, right? yes um so yeah I, I definitely am i'm a big fan of cult- cultivating and you know your character and and um and i'm definitely I, I think like it gets me thinking to what i can do to improve my mental toughness uh right now so so what are you doing right now uh jackson like uh because by the way uh to anybody who doesn't know and jackson said he's 58 years old you should check out his instagram pretty fucking amazing <laughs> thank um, you very much see his workouts and uh, see those abs and it's crazy um you guys can check out uh jackson's uh instagram by going to uh just search suffer better with jackson or you can just type in instagram that if you're on the web like instagram.com slash suffer better with jackson in one word um, and you'll find his account. Um, we'll also link it here in the show notes. So basically, like, what are you doing every single day right now to cultivate mental toughness and resilience? Um, put myself in the fire every day. I, the one thing um, uh, I'm fearful right now, besides, you know, I just got over my uh, my fear of the ocean, but the one thing I'm fearful is, is a damn, being a damn hypocrite. Mm. I quit drinking. I used to be an alcoholic. And I quit not because I had that, you know, gutter experience where, I, you know, I got fucked up. No, I quit because I was, t- I didn't want, how am I going to teach courage and mental toughness if I'm still fucking weak myself? Mm. So, and you've yeah. been through things in life. I mean, you were also a police officer and community police officer. I, I've yeah. seen a lot of shit things in my life. And yeah. um, every day, what I do right now is I teach this to people. And mm. um, since you're a father, I have an interesting story for you because before I, I, I did this just full time, like, I, you know, now 
I, I was a teacher for 30 years in the inner mm-hmm. city. And last year, I got an interesting story. Since we were all on Zoom, and my principal knew, because, oh, yeah, Mr. E, you're, you're very motivating for kids. Can you, you know, give us a morning message every day? And I thought, yeah, I could do that. I could do something every day to inspire the kids. Elementary, this is from kindergarten to fifth grade. So mm. And I thought, nice. well, you know what? I want to do something about mental toughness. But, I, you know, the kids aren't going to get it. I said, yeah, they're not going to get it. I'll just stick to something simple like don't give up. Don't <laughs> give up. So every day. Every morning, I had a message for the kids. And sometimes I would dress up like Captain America, Wonder Woman. And my message was always the same. Do not give up in school. The Avengers need, you know, the best superheroes in the world. We never give up. We never give up. And that was like the message I gave, you know, for the first, yeah. you know, the whole year. And when we went back to school, I thought, ah, the kids aren't going to get it. Ah, they don't get it. Walk, I walk on the hall. Mr. E, I'm never going to give up. I'm never going to give up. I walk into a class. <laughs> Mr. E, look at me. I'm not going to give up. What that showed me, is perseverance, mental toughness, it's a strength. It's inherent in all of us. From kindergarten yeah. kids, they were excited. And that, and that the whole, you know, I'm not going to say I changed the whole culture of the kids, but they yeah. learned a valuable lesson because the whole theme after that was never give up. Yes. It was always, it was like the mm-hmm. tagline, the mantra oh, yeah. and the kids, you know, they, they, they loved it. Uh, so it goes to show that it's part of us. And, and right now I'm kind of worried because, you know, with the pandemic going, went on, you know, and, you know, lockdown, I don't mm-hmm. see a lot of people, a lot of people recover, but I still see a lot of people still suffering, still getting mm-hmm. soft, getting weak. And as, um, as our evolution we grew up, we, 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 we evolved to be strong human beings, to be tough, to be strong. But what's going to happen if the, when the next pandemic happens, people mm. are getting softer and softer and softer. And what is that going to say about the evolution? This is why, you know, mm. people need to mm. watch your show because we need, you know, to step it up. Right. You know, natural selection is not nice to soft people. Evolution is not safe, nice to people that are quitters that give up. And that's what I fear now. Yeah, you know, during the whole pandemic, I wasn't fearful of COVID. I was yeah. fearful of fear itself. I see. I saw so many people just backing down, <laughs> making excuses. But yeah. unlike you and I, we got better from it. Why? How? Because we made a decision, right? We told ourselves that we're going to get better from this. You know, we did not live yeah. by our excuses. Yeah. And uh, that's the one thing that I teach people all the time. Before you do something that's challenging, you need to decide why you need to you need to decide what you're going to do here's the interesting word about the word decide uh Sigi. decide d-e-c-i-d-e correct uh-huh. the suffix side c-i-d-e in greek it means to kill something off homicide uh-huh. suicide uh-huh. genocide fraternicide when uh-huh. you decide something what are you killing off uh-huh. for me when i decide to do the hard workout i'm killing off my weak fucking self when I decide to take a challenge, I'm deciding to quit, quit to kill those weak thoughts and excuses I have. It's interesting, oh, too, because it works on the opposite. Yeah. Alcoholics, they don't drink when, they, when they're sober for a while and they have a, a relapse. It's not something that happens improvisational. They decide ahead of them. You know what? After this event, I'm going to have a drink. And, and, and uh, with Navy SEALs, too, when they ring that bell and they quit, it's yeah. not because that, that last push-up was the last draw. No, they tell themselves already, oh, 
oh, I'm going to quit if this happens. Decisions are very, very important mm. in terms of mental toughness. You need to make that decision right now that you're going to be tough. You're going to need to make that decision beforehand that I'm not going to give up. Yeah. I love that. And I think like everybody here right now, let's all make a decision, you know, to, to not be fearful, to kill fear and to right. be more mentally tough, be more resilient. Cause you know what, you know, life is hard and I can also testify for, you know, being a business owner for the past couple of years, for the five past five years, I've been, you know, a business owner providing for my household and it's, it's fucking tough. And, and you know what, like, you know, when you're starting to build your business, you're going to overcome, you're going to need to overcome a lot of obstacles, uh, financial obstacles, um, you know, relationship obstacles, obstacles of the, you know, choosing between, you know, being, spending time with your kids and spending time in your business, like different things that you're going to be in tough situations and you're going to need to decide. And, um, you know, and, and just, if you decide right now that you're going to stick through it and be resilient, then on the other end, you'll come out stronger and you see it with every entrepreneur. You see, like, I can see it for myself. The growth that I have had since I started practicing mental toughness was tremendous. I think, uh, I think it kind of changed me. Um, and you know how they say, like, you, in order to step up to the next version of you, you have to change you. Like, so basically mental toughness and putting yourself through hard things is one of the best ways to change you just like to to rise above your current frequency and and take it to the next le frequency level you know and uh and, and start achieving more so yeah jackson i definitely you know love everything that you have to say and and um and to wrap things up because we have just a couple minutes i would love to ask you um what are just like three tips that you can give everybody right now out of your book three like main points out of the book that we can give everybody right now just to kind of like start maybe yeah. thinking about yeah. or practice uh, the first thing is you have to make that decision do you mm. really want this do you really want to be tough you have to commit to it as well um don't go into anything even this training or your program half acid commit to it decide ahead of time if you decide on any challenge that you have, um, you're going to get through it. I do boot camps uh, every day across the camp. And I tell everybody before we start, you need to decide right now that you're not going to give up. So make that decision. That's the first thing. The second thing is take action, even a little bit action. You might say to me, you know, I can't do things. No, you could. I don't give a fuck how difficult or how uh, uh, a bad situation you have the power to take one tiny action step. Focus on those little things. Don't try to go for the home run, especially when you uh, are faced with an adversity. Taking action steps, even the tiny ones, are really important because when you're knocked down from an adversity, when you're having a financial crisis, you got to gain a sense of control that your actions could have an effect on your behavior. So the second thing that I would say to take action and the third thing i would tell everybody is to learn to focus on what you learn on any adversity any financial situation that you're in there's, a, there's no such thing as a loss if you learn something there's no and i teach my clients this and my students no such thing as a bad day if you learn something mm -hmm. and that's the, what i would tell people all the time is that it's not about you know the big hits it's about what you learn 
take it. And, and again, Sigi, I tell everybody this, it's self-learning. What did you learn about yourself? Right. That is the big question. Right. And, then, and that, that ties to what you said, like when you, the message to the, to the uh, students, like, don't give up, don't give up. Yes. And, and it's like to yourself and basically like connecting them, you know, to that. That's, I think, one of the key things that I learned in, in recent years, really, just in recent years, when it comes to not giving up and being resilient and, and even competition, it's like, I will now be in competition with myself. I would not That's give up it. to myself, yeah. right? And, and with, where most people are actually taught not to give up when pushback from external sources happens, mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. just say, you know, I'm just taking myself to the next level. I'm not giving up on myself and I'm going to, you know, so, so that inner going inside, that's mental toughness, I think, you know, just the inside work. That is, is. yeah. So, um, and going inside always brings out the outside consequences accordingly. So definitely Jackson, thank you so much, man, for, for, for this. This was uh, awesome. awesome. That was awesome, man. Uh, Bro, it was just an honor to to interview you and everybody just go get Jackson's book, Suffer Better, um, which is a great, great, great book. Um, And, um, and, and, you know, you can just find it on Amazon and, um, do you have, by the way, do you have any website that you like to send people to or just do- my Instagram suffer better with Jackson. You could DM okay. me if you guys have any questions and let me cool. know when everybody wants to start to do hard 75. I'm ready. <laughs> 75 we, hard, we, yeah. We could, we, yeah. Yeah. We yeah, can do man. it together. We'll do it together. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and, um, if you guys got value out of this, please take a snapshot, share it on your socials. Okay. That's like Andy Frisella said, it's the fee, just like share it, right? Talk about it with people. Tell another person that you listen to this and that meant something for you. Tell another father, an entrepreneur, that yes. this is something that they should hear. And this message is something that can help them in life. Just go out, tell people, if you can share it on your socials and uh, that would mean the world to us because that's how we grow. So um, Jackson, thank you again, my friend. And uh, thank you very much. It was a pleasure. That was awesome. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a wrap. Bye, everybody. See you in the next episode.